Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Week's Stoke. I'm super excited because the fire is burning big as we've been bringing on the Stoke recently with all these awesome interviews, and today will not disappoint. Today is also super fun for me because it's the first time that I've actually gotten to talk to this athlete as well, and he's somebody that I've been following along his entire career. So it was really cool and very exciting for me to welcome Luke Winters here today, who just had his best result in Adelboden, but that's not the end for him, and he's definitely going to prove to us how important it is to be determined and fight through results and shows that success does come. So Luke, thank you so much for coming on today. It's really awesome to be able to chat with you and I'm excited to dive into some of these questions. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I guess really the way to start out is, can you talk a little bit about your story? How did you get to here? I know that you're from Oregon and so you have maybe a different path. And so I think it makes sense to really just jump right in there. Yeah. So I grew up in, in Gresham, Oregon. Um, I have, you know, my dad ski raced a little bit in high school. Um, but I don't have a long history of ski racing in my family and my mom, I don't think has ever skied. So I have a twin brother who I grew up ski racing with, and we, we started racing when we were five or six, I think, um, at Mount hood and then went through Mount hood, you know, mighty might program, and went to Mount Hood Academy for a couple years. And then we both went down to Sugar Bowl Academy and that's where I graduated high school. And then after high school, I uh, made the national training group. They called it back then. Um, it was kind of like a, you know, the development team with the ski team. And I've did that for a few years and then um, made the national team, made the B team and kind of started racing World Cup and, and, here I am three years after that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think explaining like Mount Hood is an iconic mountain, I feel like for ski racers in the US, especially young kids. And so to be from that area and grow up skiing in Mount Hood, you definitely must have a soft spot for that place. I know I do, and I don't even go there only in the summer. So um, definitely a fun thing to have that in your back pocket. And do you get to go back often? Is that still your summer spot? Yeah, I love it. I love Oregon. I, uh, we, we do ski there still in the summertime, um, which your my teammates will tell you that I'm always, you know, saying that it's so good, but we all know how Mount Hood is. Um, but I love it. You know, there's so much to do in Oregon. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I, I grew up there and I actually didn't really ski much in the summer because um, I was playing other sports. So I just didn't realize how lucky I was to have that in my backyard. <laughs> no way. So yeah. I think really moving from here, we have to now dive back to last season because that's where stuff is really starting to come together for you. And so let's kind of talk through Valdezir. You made this amazing first run coming down in second. And it's really funny because you came like huge jump, huge jump. And everyone's like, holy smokes, he did it. He's in second. And um, so taking that, and yes, I understand like second run didn't go as well, but did having that speed in the first run really just remind you like, oh, I'm in it. I'm here to do well. Like this is everything paying off. How does that kind of motivate you moving into this season? Yeah. You know, there's, it's always nice to have the speed and to show the speed, but you know, obviously it takes, takes two runs, but that was actually two seasons ago that I did that. Um, and you know, I, I, it definitely was a confidence booster. Um, and I was fast in Levy and I was fast in Val that season. Um, but 
you know, I knew that I needed to find the consistency and I knew that I, you know, there were some things in my skiing that I needed to figure out. So, um, and that obviously didn't happen super quickly then. Um, but over the last two years, you know, I've slowly been, been working on those things and finding the consistency and finding the speed, um, on all sorts of hills and terrain and, and, uh, and snow conditions, et cetera. So. Well, you definitely did. And I think that's the perfect transition to talk about Adelboat and holy smokes, congratulations, top 10. That's amazing. And on an awesome hill too. How does it feel? Yeah, it feels awesome. Um, I've, I've had some success here in the past as far as, you know, making second runs and stuff and, and my second runs haven't, haven't been great in the past. So this year, you know, after, after that first run, I just, I just said, I'm not skiing slow, no matter what I do. So, um, yeah, to put it through the finish line and also, also ski fast was, was big for me. And, and, uh, and yeah, you know, moving forward, we got slalom after slalom. So I'm excited yeah. to hopefully take that speed in the next couple of races. Yeah. You definitely have a cool lineup for the next couple of races. Definitely a good time to try and capitalize on that momentum, um, can you talk us through a little bit of how the Adelboat and Slalom goes? What was your plan going into it? What was the snow like, the weather? A lot of people really only get to see it from the screen. So it's really beneficial to be able to hear like, oh, I set up for this spot. Oh, it's really steep here through the finish, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's actually pretty moderate out of the start. Um, and you can you can hammer pretty hard out of the start. It's not like, it's just pretty moderate, but then there's some big rolls that you this year it was set pretty simple first run and second run it was set a little bit um, more tough so you know the, those roles played you know the, there was more of a factor there on the second run um, but then it, once you get on that flat in the middle um, you obviously can make a lot of speed and that's where I that's where I've done well in the past and so I knew going in um, that that I I could be fast there and around that corner it like starts to break over but before it gets really steep, you know, there's, I don't know, six or eight gates and you're, you're constantly fighting those left footers. Um, but you can, you can still, you, you can fight hard there and, and make a lot of time up. Um, and so that's kind of what I did both runs through there. And then down that pitch, you know, you just got to survive for four or five gates because it, it is really steep and it falls out from under you. But um, you just got to make it through there and then it's pretty moderate to the finish, but yeah, it's, a, it's a fun hill and it's so cool coming down into the finish with all the fans. It's like it's coming down into a stadium and the, the fans are awesome here. And I don't know if it was because we haven't really had fans the last couple of years, but it was, it was super cool to see everybody cheering and, and then to watch, you know, those Swiss guys come down after me and they're, they're going crazy. So yeah, that was yeah. awesome to see. That's amazing. And you moved from bib 43, right? Up to 18th, your first run? Yep. So that being said, how was the snow condition? Where Does it change? Like, did you feel like it was able to support you moving all the way from 43 to 18? Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was pretty solid ice um, and inspection. And it wasn't super cold, but it, it did start to break up a little bit. And there was a little bit of a groove. Um, but the groove was, was fairly smooth and, you know, I didn't, a lot, so many people broke in from outside the 30, um, you know, so that kind of tells us that it, you know, it was pretty smooth. I don't, I don't know if anybody saw those machines that like grind the groove out here that they have. I don't know. I've never really seen that, 
but maybe that made the groove smoother as well. So yeah, it was pretty smooth. That's awesome. So now I think really taking this momentum into the rest of the season, what is your plan as we are in an Olympic year, they're cutting down the number of guys you can take. Do you have a shot to fight for one of those spots? Yeah, I definitely have a shot. Um, but it's, you know, it's, we, we got to race all the way through and we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, yeah, you know, people have heard that they're taking less guys, so it is tougher. Um, but you know, there's only one thing I can do and that's ski fast. So we'll, uh, cross that bridge when it gets there, but yeah, obviously I would, I would love to, you know, compete at the Olympics and then finish off the rest of the season in Europe after that. Well, I think you have the right mindset, focus on the speed, focus on the skiing and it shows right now. So that's amazing. And we'll be rooting for you. So I kind of want to take a different stance now and really kind of take the conversation into talking about determination and really how ski racing is a tough sport in one, you only really have some good results sometimes. And a lot of the time it's really frustrating. And I think on the world cup stage, it's really tough because you don't make second runs as often as you would hope to. How do you stay in a good mindset to be able to continue to push after these goals and realize that the success is going to come, but it may take a little bit longer. Yeah, I, th I think uh, it's obviously ski racing is incredibly tough. And, you know, most I, I would say and most people would agree that most days in ski racing are not great as, <laughs> as far as results goes. It's you're you're rarely winning and, you know, you got to so many things have to line up for you to have a, a, a great day. So you know, that's obviously, that's obviously tough there, you know, with, with just the, with our sport, but um, yeah, I've, I've, this is, you know, this is my job at this point. It's what I love to do. Um, and, you know, I work hard all year long to be able to come out and, and ski my best um, and, you know, just, just staying consistent with my, uh, with my program and, you know, hoping and, and knowing that, you know, the results are going to, are, are going to come and are coming. So yeah, I think just staying positive and, and knowing that it will, that it will come. Yeah. I think that that's a perfect example and story to be able to share with people. You do need to stay positive. Yeah. It's tough. This sport, like you said, is brutal, but to remember that you love it and that you're passionate about it and you're fighting for these goals that you've set for yourself, I think is really important. So Luke, I really want to thank you for your time. We're super excited to be able to cheer and support you and watch you continue to find success on the World Cup stage. Congratulations again on your top 10 at Adelboden. And we're really looking forward to seeing what you do at Wangen. And good luck. And thank you again for your time. To everybody watching, I hope you learned a little bit about how to stay determined and focus on your goals and not let anything beat you up on your way to find your success. I'll catch you all next time. Thanks. Thank you.